by Riverside. And with that, we're back. It's the 4th and 1 podcast. It's not anchor.fm, but anchor.fm slash 4 and 1 Instagram at 4th and 1 podcast. Coming to you live from Lancaster and Lidditz, Pennsylvania. It's your boy, Admiral. You like that? A.K.A. self-nickname. A.K.A. Oh, I had a really good one. Grenade face sitting next to, as always, Captain Boring himself. Micaiah. What I do. I have a fun fact for you that you already know. Okay. This is one that we found out myself. The Michigan-Notre Dame rivalry dates back to forever, basically, since the beginning of organized football in America. Uh, that would be uh, gridiron football, as Wikipedia would call it, not association. Uh, they've only played one. This is the fun fact for the listeners. One neutral site game, their entire rivalry, and that was in 1902 where they went to Toledo. No records are known as to why they went to Toledo. Michigan blew out Notre Dame, I think it was 51 to like 6. Um they went that this is the team that won like 12 national championships in the early 20th century. We found this out. Me and my brother had a bet going on. The bet was for $20, and the question was... He could not answer this question. I posed to him. I gave him a hint. We posed it to the biggest Michigan football nerd we know, and overall nerd, national championship, national champion in bar trivia, our Uncle Kevin. Shout out to Uncle Kevin. Dr. Kern. Dr. Kern. I was just about to say that myself. He was also not able to get it. So this was a fun fact. Makai got $20, and he's $20 richer. I'll give you another fun fact. It's about Michigan Notre Dame. Okay. On the way to... um, I forget where they were going, but uh, they weren't even going there. But on the way to a game, Michigan stopped at Notre Dame... And taught them football. That's right. What? Wh- where did you learn that one? Uh, that would be college game day. Yeah, okay. So I thought that was like, it sounded like, yeah. Anyway, it's a good fun fact. Makai, let's talk about Notre Dame because today we're covering, previewing the ACC. We have a couple things to touch, but I want to touch on Notre Dame. One, are we going to be previewing them today? Are we counting them? Uh, they were on their way to Chicago to play the University of Chicago, Chicago. back when, uh, University that, of Chicago right was a back, when, team. yeah, back when University of Chicago cared about uh, sports. Uh, no, I wasn't planning on it, but that doesn't mean we can't. They yeah, do play an ACC schedule, but they're not a part of the conference. So I'm gonna say no. We'll cover them at another point. Okay. Well, Makai. It looks like non-CFP insider, who's a CFP insider, Roberto, is telling us that no Notre Dame for the Big Ten. Does that mean we're getting them for the ACC? Quite possibly. Non-CFP insider Roberto is actually quite angry at you. Uh, I guess last week you said that you he lost 1% of his insiderness. <laughs> 
because he had not bre- broken any news. So if you're you would like with this information, you're back up. Okay. If uh, I'm glad he's going to be glad to hear that with the text chain that I have been getting all week. It's been breaking story, breaking story, breaking story, breaking story, breaking story, breaking story. He even broke the Ryan Mallett, RIP, former Michigan, Arkansas, and Patriots quarterback. Um, He broke that he passed away three hours before ESPN did. Yikes. So that's just, that's what that is. Um, But to answer your question, we have to wait and see what expansion is. So the ACC can't renew their TV contract or renegotiate their TV contract until 2035. Okay. But they're, all those teams in the ACC are going to lose out on a lot of money if they don't renegotiate it sooner. Um, and Roberto sent me a story last year, which I'm sure he could dig up or remember um, and I will try to get that to you uh, as we're going forward. Uh, I, I, I think so, though. To answer your question, I think the ACC, for in order for them to expand, they got to bring in more teams and they got to be more marketable to the TV networks. And the only way to do that, or one of the only way to do that, is to bring in Notre Dame, a big school. They are, Notre Dame already plays in the ACC in baseball and basketball. Football, they're still an independent, but they play games with ACC teams and they have contracts. The other interesting thing is, and I'm going to kind of wrap this in, not CFP insider Roberto is predicting that within the next decade, maybe even closer to five years, UNLV is going to become a hot team for expansion. Okay. Because of, because of the market they're in. Oh, you have the have Vegas the Raiders. Yep. You have a hockey team that just won the Stanley Cup. Those are the Ve- Vegas Knights, by the way. The Vegas Golden Knights. The uh, they have a lacrosse team, I believe, that is pretty darn good. I think is that their that's their indoor team, correct? I, I think so. Um, the Oakland Athletics are going to become the Vegas Athletics. We'll see if their owner starts pumping money into them or not. But they Ooh, could. <laughs> but they could be good, right? Maybe he'll he'll move them to Vegas, and then when because the price will increase, he'll sell them, and someone else can get in there. That would be awesome. So what is left but a college football team? You can either build a new stadium or just play in a Legion stadium that is awesome. People are gonna you always come and pack that out. All it takes is a few good years in the Mountain West. And then if the Pac-12 needs to expand or when the Pac-12 tries to expand or the Big 12 when they try to expand, the Big 10 might come looking for it. Potentially, maybe even the ACC. Vegas is a ginormous market that right now these conferences are missing out on. And as soon as as it becomes a viable market with a half-decent team, they're going to snatch them up, and they're going to put in a new coach in there, and they're going to put in a good coach in there, and UNLV is going to become a powerhouse. It's warm for the Southern recruits. You get to play inside in Allegiant Stadium. Very nice Allegiant Stadium, by the way. And... It's basically, and here, Roberto's big point is, it's unlimited NIL money because of the casinos. 
yeah. it's unlimited money for nil deals so recruits are will they, go there are they still are they did they officially move to alliance stadium or allegiance stadium yes the, the vegas uh the the team didn't the team still has a home stadium itself but they right. will play games in allegiant depending on how big uh the game is they're in um they're in the mountain west yes correct? that is correct okay uh, I know they had. Didn't they get hit? Didn't their basketball get hit with a scandal this past season or something like that? I don't uh, in the past, I think their basketball team got hit with a scandal, like in the '80s, maybe. Yeah, I remember that one. I don't remember what that one was. About, uh, maybe but. I'm not sure. So again, more hot text from Roberto as we're covering the ACC. Obviously, with expansion, you were just saying um, the notes from him are. Uh, <laughs> Notre Dame, no Notre Dame for Big Ten, waiting for the Pac-12 to implode before moving to any more expansion. Obviously, probably targeting Oregon, Utah, Washington yep. for the Big Ten, the big names out there. But this is interesting. ACC targets for the Big Ten are UNC, Duke, Miami, Georgia Tech, VA, UAV, and Pitt. Is he saying that? The Big Ten wants to poach players, get teams from ACC. Yeah, it would help with that recruiting market a lot. Um, I mean, so here's the deal: the Big Ten and SEC are going to take teams. The Big Ten and SEC are predicting that the Pac-12 and the ACC implode. One because the Pac-12 Pac-12 is going to implode because they don't have a TV deal currently. Right beyond next year the acc because their tv deals so shitey for so long that the teams are going to play pay a buyout and leave a lot of people are thinking around the sport from what i'm reading from what i'm talking to roberto from what i'm thinking myself is there is a high likelihood that it becomes the Big Ten and the SEC as these two quote-unquote super conferences, and it becomes the NFL, AFC, NFC. So north-south, really. North-south, yep. Dear Lord. Yep. And I don't like that as a college football fan. Matchups would be pretty awesome. I don't like that, though. But well, this is just one more step, as Simeon has highlighted in the past, of... Professionalism of amateurism. Professionalism of amateurism and the football teams at these schools breaking away from these schools entirely. Yes, the games are held on campus, but the players have nothing to do with the college. They might go there for academics, but they have nothing to do with the college at all. Think think of it more of like a Green Bay Packers sort of situation where the fans technically own them, but in this case, it'd probably be some sort of trust system where the school owns the teams, and yeah, it's a whole thing. I'm well, not going to get into it. This isn't a business. The office. conference that's actually in the best shape is the Big 12. I was just about to bring that up. We covered be them last week for those of you. Go because listen. the Big 12 brought in new teams. Right. UTSA sitting right there. Yep. The AAC kind of is their breeding ground for all these teams that yep. they can also bring in. They got a good TV deal right now. And if they perform and continue placing teams in the college football playoff, because let's remember the big 12 is one of the conferences that produces the most college football appearances. 
it's the SEC, the Big Ten, and the Big 12. Those technically are the Big Three. Outside of Clemson, the ACC doesn't exist. I mean, that that could be, uh, well, I mean, Oklahoma and TCU were there, but. Outside of Ohio State, the Big Ten, besides Michigan the past two years, the Big Ten doesn't exist either. That that's a I mean that, that's a fair point as well. But what the the conference that has had that has made almost every single college football playoff has, has been the Big Big Twelve. I think they've missed one, and that was the first one. Wasn't that TCU? No, the first the first one was Oregon, Oregon, FSU, Alabama, and someone else. Alabama and Ohio State. <laughs> Outside of that, it, it's been Oklahoma. Carrying it or TCU. I always forgot about Oklahoma. Yeah. So there are certain schools. This is just funny with Simeon. There are certain schools that just come across to me as SEC schools. Oklahoma and Clemson, who aren't in the SEC. Oklahoma and Clemson are those two schools um, that I'm always like, oh, you're basically just in the, the, the SEC. And then I'm like, oh, no, they're not. So speaking of, I think that wraps up. Everything that we have previously. So we're going to go ahead and jump on into the ACC like we did kind of last week, yet a little bit more organized. I have a spreadsheet now, so you know it's more organized. Um, TCU has made, uh, well, they played two games, but um, Georgia and TCU combined, or I'm sorry, Oklahoma and, and TCU combined have made six college football appearances out so, of we're going into our 10th year technically uh our we are going year, into it was first established in 2014, 2014? so ninth yeah. year yes yeah. so but there was was that the 2014 season or was that the championship was in 2014 2014 it was the 2013 14 season 2013-14 season so this would technically be its 10th Wait, year I, I, i'm i'm sorry other way around. It was 14-15. Okay, so we are going into our ninth year. Yeah, Next yeah. year will be the 10th year anniversary. So, back to it. Uh, we're going to go over in no particular order. Um, obviously, we're getting most of our news and uh, breakdown anal, anal, analytics. Analytics? No, that's not it. No. A- a- analysis. analysis. There it is. We got there. We ain't too good at English. Oh, that was That's, way too quiet. That was way too quiet. There, there we, we go. go. Um, from an Athlon Sports, this is who we used last year, From that Makai used last year. This is who we used last week. Um, we're getting our schedule. Shout out to, the, to straight MCAA. I thought this was CBS. So basically what we're going to do is um, I'm going to give Makai the overhead of the team, how they look during the offseason, what moves they made during the offseason, and then uh, he's going to give us his thoughts, and then we're going to pick um, quickly pick the schedule. So we're going to start off with Clemson. Okay. Actually, let's do it. Um, Clemson. Uh, this is Dabo season's fifteenth season. Uh, full coach. He's actually been sixteenth um, overall. This is Garrett Riley's first season as an offensive coordinator. Um, last year at TCU. Def- ah, oh, that's why. Okay, yeah. he, he's he is related to Lincoln Riley, right? Brother, brother. That's what I thought. Okay, 
Uh, obviously, they have a co-defensive coordinator set up there in their second year after Oklahoma's coach moved to Oklahoma. Forget it. Brent Venables. There we go. Oh, we got there. you're learning. You're learning. We we got there. Um, recruiting overall, they didn't make too many. They <laughs> they tran they they drafted more players in the NFL than players left. Or they got incoming transfers. So overall, Clemson was 15th, and this is the 2023 recruiting. Uh, they got one five-star, 27 commits overall. And in the transfer, they obviously got basically nothing. They're, they had one transfer in who is a, a quarterback from Arizona State. He's a redshirt senior. They don't um, – uh, D- Dabo's never played the transfer game. He played the transfer game a little bit last year, and it didn't necessarily work out for him. Uh, the big problem with Clemson, as it has been, probably, here's the deal. They've had such good quarterback play between Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence, and uh, uh, there was another kid mixed in there just for a season before Trevor Ryan Lawrence Kelly? took uh, Kelly, that's not his name. Isn't Brian Kelly, but uh, that's the coach at LSU. But Kelly, yes, <laughs> and um, that it's mass the offensive line issues. So when their talent is elite on the outside and the quarterback is willing to run the ball, it masks a lot of the offensive line issues. So that's what they're going to have to. If their uh, offensive line is good this year, they're a playoff caliber team because their defense is one of the best. Is going Kelly- to be. Bryant, by the way. Kelly Bryant. All right, we got the first name, not the last name. Their defense is going to be one of the best in college football. Garrett Riley is going to open up the offense a little bit, probably make it a little more air raidy, which kind of opens up running lanes. Uh, They do have Will Shipley coming back as one of the top playmakers in the ACC, and they do get Florida State at home, which will decide that division. Uh. It's going to be a dabble tweet team. Great defense, and can they run the football? Because they're always going to be able to pass the football because of their offensive scheme or historically their offensive scheme. It's just going to be whether Kate Klubnik's going to want to run the football. Who is, this is his first season under center um, total for them. You probably aren't going to get a lot of sound bites from me just letting you know because I got picture and picture and picture and picture. Fun fact here for you. Um, Kelly Bryant is back-to-back champions in 2022, 2023. Do you want to guess what league he's back-to-back in? Mm, I'm going to guess XFL, and it's got to be USFL and XFL. No, you got XFL for the on the Arlington Renegades in 2023. Okay. They were the XFL championship. Yeah. He was on the Fan Control Football League oh. People's Championship on okay. the FCF Zappers. So right. there you go. So now with the fun facts out of the way, all this out of the way, we're going to go ahead and jump over here to my lovely, lovely spreadsheet. Micaiah, um, because obviously they have their Clemson. That's the wrong school. There we go. Clemson has their rivalry with South Carolina. Always at the end of the year, they open up with 
They st- wait. How did they sneak in? Oh, that's they. They do not open up. Week two and three are non-conference games. Week one, they are on Monday game on September fourth at Duke. Yeah, that's it. Yep, yep. That's just a, that's just an L. Cool. Um, then they're at Charleston Southern. Well, it's, a, it's an L for Duke. Yeah. Yes. Make um, sure you on. fill out this spreadsheet yeah. the right way. Yes. Hold on. Hold on. It's a win for Clemson. This is the main one. Hold on. I have to go. I have to point it. Down. Oh boy. This. Or don't you work in IT? Shouldn't you know how main. spreadsheets work? You know, I threw this together really fast. <laughs> Because so I took no. a shower before this. So, yes, I do if I actually wanted to sit down and make time. So, that is a win for Clemson against Duke. There okay. you go. Yep. Um, got, anyway, sorry. Got All any right. other teams? Yeah, Charleston Southern. <laughs> win. That's a win. Okay. Florida Atlantic. Uh, that's an also win. Yes. FSU. All right. This is where things get nitty gritty. They get them at home. I like Florida State. I I do. I I I don't know. I mean, I think it's a close game, and Clemson at home against Florida State has been pretty much unbeatable. But I I don't know. Florida State's just a sneaky good team to me this year. I mean, yes, most people are picking them to win the ACC, but I I think that is a win for Florida State. So an L for Clemson. L for Clemson, a win for Florida State. If I'm good at my job, I can do both. Look at that. I am. We're going to go over to Syracuse. And that's a win. Okay. Look at that. It's a win for Wake Forest. Wake Forest is a win. Probably down year for Wake after losing Sam Hartman. Cool. Cool. Um. Then they get a bye, and they're at Miami. <laughs> I think this is a route for Clemson. Clemson is going to route them like 42 to 10 or something like that. Like, it's not even going to be close. Book it, put it in paper, write it in pen, and move along. Win for that at NC State? Uh, that's a win. Um, They are... Hosting Notre Dame on the first weekend in November. I think that's a win. Okay. Now, we're not going to break down Notre Dame, but they will be in my spreadsheet, so you're welcome. Okay, uh, great. Georgia, Georgia Tech. Winner, winner, chicken, minner. North Carolina. That's a win. And lastly, South Carolina. That's a non-conference game. At home or away? They are at South Carolina. That is a That's a win. I'll give it to him. Wow. Okay, what do you got there for your final? Uh that's 11 and 1. Okay. Hello. 11 and 1 for Micaiah. Dear Lord, you're keeping track of your overalls. I can't do I can't do that. Just you just so you okay. know. Okay. We're going to All right, yeah. We're going to jump over to the preseason favorites for the ACC. We're starting off strong. I have to find them. It shouldn't it's, be this hard. We're going to Florida State. Yeah, it's Florida State. Listen, he's got a senior-laden team. He. This is what 
this is what the folks in Tallahassee hired Mike Norvell to come in and do. Stabilize the program through the rocky waters of the first couple seasons, being in Tallahassee and Florida with those boosters and recruits, et cetera, et cetera. Get this ship in line and bring championships. They have Jordan Travis coming back. He's one of the most dynamic players in all of college football, especially at the quarterback position. They have Trey Benson. Keenan Coleman, Johnny Wilson at receiver, and Jaheim Bell at tight end. They've made considerable progress over over the offensive line in the last two years, so it's a senior-laden line. The 23 unit will be the best. The defense has room to improve. They they limited teams to 20.6 points a game. That's only going to get better because Jared Verse, who was supposed to be top five in this year's NFL draft, decided to come back, and they got a transfer. Fentel, Fentrell Cypress is a cornerback. He's going to help the secondary. Senior Layden, good coach with success, who's hung in there through the thick, through the thin, and now the chickens are coming home to roost in Tallahassee. So this is the interesting part. It, it's it's what is it? It's time. The yeah. time is now. The the time it's is now. Time. They were third in. I didn't give you gave the. They were third in transfers. They transferred in um, the third best class. Six uh, ten commits. <laughs> eight four stars. Two three stars. For those of you keeping track, they were sixteenth in the twenty twenty three. With 29 commits, one five-star, um, you obviously went over that. I don't need to keep that tab open. Uh, this is their co. This is their offensive coordinator's second season. They're, they have, again, a co-defensive coordinator um, who's in fourth and second season, respectively. And then this is obviously Mike Norvell's fourth season. So they seem to be loaded and ready to go. Remember, LSU went 10-2 and last year. One of their losses was week one to Florida State, and Florida State was a comeback win. Now, Florida State did hit Rocky in the middle of the season, and they do this every year. They went on a losing streak, three-game losing streak, rebounded nicely, finished on a six-game winning streak. Watch out for the Seminoles. Let's get into it. So speaking of LSU, it's a Sunday game in Camping World Stadium. It's the Camping World kickoff in Orlando, Florida against LSU on Sunday, September 3rd. Going to be the game of the weekend, I think, because it's in Florida. Florida State gets them. Um, it, these are two very similar programs, though. Se- both senior-laden teams, but I think Florida State gets them because it's at home. Awesome. Uh, they're going to go to Southern Miss. Actually, wait. I'm going to change my mind. Oh, he's changing his mind. I'm changing my mind. Loss to LSU. Oh, okay. One and one then, because they're going to Southern Miss next. Yes, one and one then, because they're going Make to Southern two Miss. Two and next. one, because they're going to Boston College. You got it. Okay, then you have them losing against or winning, sorry, against Clemson. That is correct. And then they're going. They buy and then Vatek beat up on Vatek pretty handily. And I'm assuming they do the same thing to Syracuse. Yes. And Duke. Yes. Uh, what about Wake Forest? Uh, they beat up on Wake Forest as well. Okay. How about in Pittsburgh at Heinz? Uh, I think they get. I think they get Pittsburgh. 
Yeah, but yeah, I would assume if they're beating everybody so far. Um, home against Miami. Home against Miami because it's at home. They win. Okay, home against North Alabama. Um, come on. This Dunk. is a, this is a weird one because this they play four non-conference games. Now, to be fair, technically, technically, so does everybody else when you throw Notre Dame in there, which is I think why they're doing it because they they finish at Florida. Oh, I see, uh, and I think they beat Florida, so I think they also go eleven and one, but they hold the tiebreaker over Clemson, the ACC. Could produce with eleven and one, with the only losses Florida State coming to LSU, and the only loss for Clemson coming to Florida State. I think the ACC produces two college football playoff teams. I think it's a real possibility, at least. Wow. Yeah. That's saying something. Yep. I I'm looking at the spreadsheet. I'm I I know what I'm doing, like where I'm going for next. So I, okay. Like, but I should have done this differently now that I think about this. Um, more room for next time. More room for next week. Let's go to uh, lovely, lovely Miami. This one's interesting to me. I don't know why. Um, I don't have everything pulled up. I know it's their head coach's second season. <laughs> yeah, Mario Cristobal's second season. New first-year offensive coordinator because they got rid of Josh Gall. Uh, Gaddis, Tyler Van Dyke back at quarterback, had a good season but struggled with injuries. Two five-star freshmen at offensive tackle probably bodes pretty terrible for the ACC pass rush they are going to face. They did get an Alabama transfer. Uh, defense also under new leadership as Lance Gridgy. Gidry arise from Tulane. Um, they gave up 1640-plus yard plays last season, so he's got a lot to work on. Miami's one of those teams that are going to be hyped, hype, hype, and then just come tumbling down as they always do. Book it in a book, write it in pen, and move on. 16 commits through the transfer portal. They were also, which put them, thanks to 24-7, to at 6th. They were 8th in recruiting for the 2023 class with 42 commits, including two four, five stars and 24 stars. It's a pretty good recruiting class, but two new head coaches. Miami starts off at Miami. Actually, they're home at Miami on a Friday. Against Miami of Ohio? Yeah. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I just found that one too good to let go. They go to they they host Texas A and M. Yeah, this is a win, and red bells are going off in Aggie Land right after and, this one finishes. And then a Thursday game against Bethune Cookman. Yeah. Okay. Come on. I, I, he, I except I, I think Bethune Cookman Cookman beat them last year. I think. No, that was Middle Tennessee State. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah, they, that was like their one game. Oh, no, this is Miami, not Florida State. Uh, at Temple. Uh, that is a dub. So, per usual, you have Miami going into week five, 4-0. Yes, with all the hype in the world, ladies and gentlemen. And then um, guess who comes knocking? Uh, a bye week. Right, right. So so they get a bye week. And then Georgia Tech. Good. 
Georgia Tech comes knocking? Week five? Georgia Tech Georgia Tech comes knocking on October seventh. Oh. Okay. Well that's a win. So so they're riding high. Five and oh, five and oh. That's their first conference game for those of you keeping track in week six. Um, then they're at North Carolina. Yeah, that's a huge loss. Oh, interesting. You think they're going to drop one in North Carolina? I do. Because you know who's coming knocking the next week? Clemson. Clemson. And you know what's going to happen? No. Robert already knows. Blowout. Blowout uh, L. L, is this, L, Is this L. a consistent thing that Miami does with Clemson? Just yeah. blows out? Did you not listen to that podcast? Uh, I did, Makaya. My memory is that of a goldfish. I'm surprised. Okay, so Robert has Robert reviewed the last four or five times they played. The average margin of victory for Clemson is 28 and a half points a game. I'm remembering this now. Yeah. So it's coming back to me. All right. Um, They're going. They they host Clemson for the record. They also host Virginia. Well, that's a win. I think after two straight L's, they'll get a win. Then they're at NC State. That is, they're at NC State. That's a loss. Yikes. They're at Florida State. Hold on. We already did That's this a loss. one. Yeah. Um, sorry. And then Louisville. That's a win. It's the first time we've heard that name. And then Boston College on a Friday. Boston College on a Friday is a win. So I have four losses. Four, so, they're four and four in conference. Plus eight and four, four. Eight and four. That's a, that's not half bad for what they did. No, I mean it, for it'll be season. Hey, sure, it'll be fine. Folks down there in South Beach ain't gonna be happy, but it'll be fine. It, it's it's how you build a program. Miami was a very overrated, overhyped program to begin with, and so the fact that they're going eight and four second season. Pretty good. First year, as we said, first year defensive coordinator, first year offensive coordinator. It's going to take a little bit to get there. Eight and four for Miami. Sorry, I'm burping as we go to North Carolina. So North Carolina, they are everyone's third pick. Mac Brown, 15th yep. season as oh, the, got... as the yeah, go ahead. as the yeah. Tar Heels head coach. They also picked up Chip Lindsey. Those of you may remember him uh, as the – where was he at before? It says Troy head coach. Ah, he was the offensive – he was Troy's head coach. The the, co- the Troy team that upset LSU, if you remember that. He was yeah. the head coach of that team. Then he went to be the offensive coordinator and the QB coach for UCF for one season, and now he's the offensive coordinator QB coach at – UNC. So that's his first season. Again, with these co-defensive coordinators, fourth and 11th season as well. Overall, they were 28th in recruiting. And I don't even know. Let's see if they... They, they allowed... Seventh in transfers. So they're, they're, their offensive line has to be better. They allowed 40 sacks. Drake May is a Heisman candidate right off the back with what he did last year. Um... It, their non-conference slate, we'll get into that, is just a little bit. They started 9-1 and one last year, and then they lost uh, down the stretch, uh, l- losing their last four games. So they kind of took a dump off the deep end there. Jump off the deep end. Dump off the deep Either one works. Either way, it's poopy in the pool. 
Um, they got good transfers, as Simeon says. Uh, Chip Lindsey comes in. The, their defense, their offensive line and defense have to be better. Defense allowed most points per game in the ACC with 31. It, I always took the over with North Carolina playing, and they always hit it because their offense was awesome, but their defense was terrible. Eight starters back, solid hollow transfer. Gene Chizik who was brought in last year to improve this defense, is not good. So that worries me. Here we go. Schedule it up, um, Sim. To improve their, their Charles, Charleston Warren is their current defensive coordinator, which was brought in four years ago. Uh, no. Hold up. Gene Chizik. They have, they, Gene Chizik was still brought in. This is his fourth season. They have three defense co-defensive coordinators. Yeah, but G- Gene Chizik is like the name. Gene Chizik was the head coach at Auburn when Cam Newton won the Heisman and National Championship. Cam Newton made Jane, G- people think Gene Chizik was actually a good coach, and he's not. I got to clip so that. I got to make more clips. The- <laughs> I got to make more clips for the gram. We do. September 2nd. Duke Mayo Classic in Charlotte. Neutral site game, North Carolina, South Carolina. I think they get the Gamecocks of Columbia. I think they get them. W. Wow. Okay. That's huge. Um, And we're not keeping track for those of you. When we do the SEC, we're screwed. You're going to have to remind us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, Then they play another in-state rival, App State. Uh, That that is a dub, I think. Tough game, but a dub. Then they travel to the court. Actually, no, the cold north travels to them, Minnesota. Oh, okay. I respect the ad- – good job, North Carolina. Good job, North Carolina. That's a W, though. Uh, don't worry. They get a cupcake later in the season. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is uh, at or away? At. At Pittsburgh is an L. Awesome. Sorry. Uh by week Syracuse home. Dub dub dub. Uh at Jaw Tech. Dub. Uh Campbell. Dub. Wait, that's the Duke. school name? That's the school name. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Dub. I thought you were making me guess what school's in Campbell. Uh, go ahead. No, that's the school's name. Uh Duke. Rivalry with Duke is a dub. Uh, Clemson, uh, you have them losing. Yep. And NC State. I will give. I will give them a uh, a win. Yeah. Oh wow, you're being very nice. Ten and North two. Carolina. Ten and two. I think they could I also. Think, uh, I think the, they could the also. NC I think State. they. I think they could also go nine and three and lose to South Carolina. Um. It, it, it's just the wrong year. This is Mac Brown's team to win the ACC and be in the college football playoff, but Clemson and Florida State are just too good this year. I think that is totally fair. Sorry, I'm pulling up because I think we're actually going to go to another team in the state, and that is NC State, where their coach, Dave Dorin. Is in his 11th season. His defense coordinator is in his fifth season. They bring on Robert Ein. Ein. He was last the offensive coordinator for Syracuse last year before Ainy? that. Would... would it be Ainy? Yeah, I think so. Anan? 
It's A and A E. He is it, Hawaiian, so it's Aini. It's got to be Aini. Well, anyway, he. I would do A, so it would be Ain. Okay, so he's so he used to be the offensive coordinator for Brendan Armstrong, who is a transfer in from Virginia, and oh. he and Robert Ainey, or however you say it, is yeah. previously the offensive coordinator at Virginia and Syracuse. Um, they only scored twenty four points per game. Remember, NC State was everyone's hot team last year, including mine, because they had so many returning starters, including the quarterback of the year in the ACC. Armstrong struggled at Virginia, but hopefully that gets him back on track. However, the Wolfpack, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, yeah, well, I, I don't know. What well, The defense tied for the ACC lead in fewest points per game last season with 19.2 has, has few key departures, but it should still be good because Dave Doran's teams always have good defense. Let's get into it. Okay, they start off early in the season at UConn. That is a win, Makai. That's a win. Remember their record last year? Yeah, six and seven. Don't be an idiot. UConn had six. Did they rattle off five wins last year? Yes, they won six games. They made a bowl game. Oh, that's right. That's what we were cheering them on for. Yes. They went one one and 11 two years ago, and then they made the bowl game last year. is it at or away? It's at UConn. It's a it's a loss. Oh, you're starting UConn's to yes. UConn's winning that game. What even are they in the what UConn Huskies? What are they independent? independent? Yeah. Uh, UConn's winning have... that game. Interest. We're gonna have to preview UConn this year. Uh, we might have to UConn Notre Dame. We might do independence. Well, speaking of, that's who they have. Number two, they have week two. They have Notre Dame. Yikes! Zero and two to start the season. Okay, you take. They, you say they take the L. Um, then they're at Virginia Military Institute. Regular Virginia, or is Virginia Military Institute the actual school? That's the actual school. Okay, well, that's a win because I it's, think that's just high school kids. It's the fret. No, it is the federal school you've never heard of. Um, then there are two Friday games back to back at Virginia. At Virginia is a win. Sorry, I have to make sure I'm on the right thing here. Then they are at. Uh, then they are home to Louisville. Uh, I think that is a win as well. I agree with that sentiment. Uh, Marshall. Uh, that's a win. So what? that's five straight wins, right? Uh, yeah, I think so for yeah. the non-conference stuff. They started 0-2, uh, win one five straight. Duke, at Duke. I'm going to say that's an L, actually. I've been, uh, from what I'm reading about Duke, Duke is uh, ain't bad. I'm going to say that's an L. Okay, interesting. Uh, by week Clemson, you have them losing. I already know that yeah. answer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, at Wake Forest, uh, let's give them a dub. And then at Vatech, let's give them an L. Okay. And then North Carolina, you have them winning. I have so NC State beating North Carolina. Yeah, it, 
Let me just double check. This is my NC and then NC State. Oh no, you don't. My yeah, bad. yeah. I okay, got, I All read right. the wrong. I read the wrong thing. So six and six. They're a five hundred team. Interesting. After going, didn't they go? Didn't they go ten and two last year? Uh, I think that might have been the year before. That was definitely the year before. I thought they ended up coming in second again last year. I don't know. Let's move on to the next team, and I'll look up uh, what. That uh, is rude, sir. NC State football. I meant to actually have that as well, to be fair. They went 8-5 last last season, so 8-4, and and then they lost their bowl game. I'm not. I'm not terrible, especially I don't believe in Brendan Armstrong at all. Uh, that's very, very clear. Um, someone you probably believe in either less is the 2023 Pittsburgh Panthers. Guys, we got to start hitting the bottom of the barrel at some point, you know. Athlon and Sports has them as the sixth best team in the ACC. They always do that, though. They come out of nowhere. This is Pat... Naduzzi's ninth season. This is their offensive coordinator, Frank. It's a lot, guys. It's a lot of Italian names for some reason. (laughs) Frank Sinetti Jr. second season, and then Randy Bates sixth season as defensive coordinator. Um, They transferred out a lot of people. They don't have too many transfers coming in. I didn't even haven't even been able to look them up. Phil Jerkovic, not in the top fifty. Phil Jerkovich coming over from Boston College. He had a nice two-year run with Boston College. He kind of battled injuries, um, but he was pretty good in his first year for Boston College. He's coming over uh, that will hopefully pick up the offense a little bit. They did allow – their defense allowed only 22.4 points a game in the ACC last year so they returned three starters up front however they're replacing running back israel abenakenda and leading receiver jared wayne so we'll have to see how Pittyburg does this year however good defense probably from pat narduzzi and a lot of running el footballo this is a very interesting schedule you um, bet they're they're starting off the year at watford with a w yep most likely Okay. Um. Then they're then they're uh they're hosting Cincinnati and they're getting a, big a win. School, a Big Twelve school. And they're, they're getting a win. West, they're at West Virginia. That's the backyard brawl. And they're getting another. I don't even know what I gave them last week. I'm gonna say a win. Okay, that's fine. Then they're at Vatech. Uh, I think that's a loss. I have nothing. I have I have no basis on okay, on any the of these. Second, but this but is they're the second at time you've given a school. A loss to Vatech. This is Vatech we're talking about. Yeah, but it's at Vatech. At Vatech helps a lot because Enter Sandman. Yes, there's a lot of racists in Blackburg. We know this. Do you know that for sure? It's like, dude, it's like the deepest south you can go in Virginia. It's the deepest south? Yeah. In Virginia. I mean by like that sort of like south sort of standards it's not actually the furthest south you can go in virginia uh virginia plays good defense at home what, what do you want from me they're gonna get I these media tech not virginia. Yeah, vir- that's what i mean they're gonna get these mediocre teams it's fine okay fine i'm just saying gosh by week than louisville tina you're fat lord come get your dinner um i i win sure 
Yeah, I don't see Louisville doing too good. Okay, they're at Notre Dame. That's an L. Uh, Florida State, you have them in L. L. Then this is the interesting one. It's a neutral site game uh-huh. in the Bronx, a.k.a. Oh. probably Yankee Stadium That's 100%. against Syracuse. There's nowhere else in the Bronx to go. You don't know them. I do they know them, and it's an L. <laughs> That's fair. That's going to be a good game. Then there's a Thursday night game against Boston College. That's a win. Wait, did we do Boston? We didn't do Boston College yet. No, we did not do Boston College yet. Okay. Um, and then at Duke. Who are we talking about again? <laughs> Bosburg. Pittsburgh. I thought we were talking about Virginia Tech for a second. Uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, that's a win. I'll give him a win. Okay. <laughs> uh, you realize we have to do Virginia Tech now, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, let's finish, though. That's it. What do you mean that's it? I only that's got six it. and four. That's ten games. No, wait, hold on. Hold on. Let me make sure. Pittsburgh. Oh, Duke. Boston College, Duke. Those are the last two games. You didn't say you Boston College or Duke. Did you? Yes. I, yeah. Am I having a stroke right now? I, I think you are. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, you. I put Duke as an L. I think I don't know why. Okay, wait. Take me through. Take me through the schedule real quick again. Real okay, quick. Watford, Cincinnati, West Virginia, North Carolina. Wait, wait. Stop, Tech. stop, stop, stop. West Virginia yep. is a win. Yep. North Carolina, Vatek, go. Louisville. Win. Notre Dame, Florida State, Syracuse, Boston College, Duke. I'm missing a game. Anyway, I think or, they're like 7 and 5. Just not playing 12 games this year. Everyone plays 12 games. There's no way they don't. Count them One, up. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I don't know. I think they're going seven and five. I'm I'm overthinking this. They're going seven and five. All within conference, including Notre Dame. That's fine. Can we go to Virginia Tech now? No yeah, one cares yeah, about. Yeah. All right, go to Virginia Pittsburgh Tech. Pittsburgh football. The Hoagies. This is Hoagies. Not Hoagies. Not Hoagies. Okay, you can't. Just let me have this. this All right. Is Brent Pry's second season. As, yeah. Well, this is everybody's second season at Vatek. Brent Pry, Tyler Bro- Bowen, and Chris Marv, I'm assuming, is how you pronounce that. Um, down in Blacksburg, in Lane Stadium. Um, overall, you have them. You've already given them two losses. I do don't honestly know how well they did at anything. Oh, 45th overall recruits. Their offense was really bad. Their defense and... was really good. If you took the under in every single game last year, you probably would have made a hell of a lot of money. Um, Brent Pry coming in. He went to the portal for help. He brought in quarterback Kyron Drones from Baylor to compete with Grant Wells, along with key pickups at running back. I'm not even going to try his name. And receiver, Ali Jennings. Hope to play better offense up front. They returned five starters from a defense that allowed 5.4 yards per play. All right, get into it. Interesting. Old Dominion to start the season. All right, win. Here we go. I got this. Purdue. 
Per don't. Uh, uh, another win. <laughs> Rutgers at Rutgers. Uh, that's an L. At Marshall. Uh, um, mm, at Marshy. I'm going to say L. Two and two. Okay, you have them winning against Pitt. Okay. You have them losing to Florida State. Okay. And then Wake Forest. Uh, let's go L there. Or win, 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 win. Uh, then you have do 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 Syracuse by week Syracuse on a Thursday. At or away? Uh, at oh my they're gosh. home. They're yeah, home. Th- that's a win. Uh, they're at Louisville. Mm. Oh, loss. Interesting. Uh, at BC. Uh, at BC is a loss. NC State. This is great television right now. Oh, you have them winning against NC State. And great. At Virginia. At Virginia is a... We'll go win. Seven okay. and five. Not half bad for Vatek. No, not half bad for Vatek. So no. basically ACC titled the ACC is pure mediocrity. Yeah, no, and defensive-minded head coach played really good defense. Offense is only going to improve just a little bit. They'll be fine, 7-5. and five. Interesting. Interesting, interesting. I'm just going to say that after every one because I have to do like 15 different things while trying to switch in between. Uh, Let's I do Duke next. I was going to do Wake Forest, the Demon Deacons. All right. Uh, Brad Lampart's in his second season. Everybody else is in their 10th season of losing. Um, they They've... have three three players coming in. That's it. Okay. Uh, Sam Hartman transferred out to Notre Dame. Dave Clausen uh, hopes to get in the race for the ACC with new quarterback Mitch Griffiths. Um, they have a whole bunch of... New people up front, personnel concern. Again, defense is awful last was awful last year. Uh, gave up 33.8 points a game. So we're going to have to see how this goes. And then they also lost a whole bunch of key losses on that defense that was terrible. So does not bode well for Wake Forest. Let's go through it. Uh, Elon on Thursday, August 31st. Win. Vanderbilt. Uh, let's uh, do a loss right there. Okay, that's an SEC. Uh, at Old Dominion. Uh, that's a win. Jaw Tech. That is a win. Uh, sorry, it is by week than Clemson. You have them losing. By week at Virginia Tech, you have them. I put that on the wrong one, but you still have them losing. Okay. Um, at Pitt, uh, home against Pittsburgh, you have them losing. Surprise. Losing. Oh, wait. Losing. But I just realized they're not on my... Why are you not on my... See, I told you we were missing a game. Figured it out. It was it was Wake Forest. <laughs> I told you we were losing a game. All right, go ahead. <laughs> oh, sorry. That pit is a, is a loss. Uh, Florida State losing. Duke. I think it's a loss. Yeah, they're at Duke on a Thursday. That's a loss. Uh, NC State is a loss at Notre Dame. It's a loss. And then at Sarah 
Hughes. Uh, I'll give him a win there. Yikes. Sorry, Dave Clawson. Four and eight. Have a good time I, finding a new job. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he had his shot a few years ago when that team went 10 and 2 or whatever it was um, in the ACC. He had his shot that year with Sam Hartman. Didn't turn out. Only normally kind of goes down from Hill there, especially. But we'll see. Maybe he'll surprise me. Who did you want to do next? Let's do the Dukies. The Dukies. Dookie, Dookie, Doos. Where are you? You're at the top because you're... All right, so Mike Elko arrived last year. He took over a a horrific program. Um, Most improved team. They get 17 starters back. Blue Devils face one of the toughest conference schedules and catch Notre Dame in the non-conference. Quarterback Riley Leonard is back to direct an offense that ranked third in yards per play last year. They got their left tackle back. Elko's background is defense and made a legitimate def- difference allowing after allowing 40 points a game they only allowed 22. They won't sneak up on anyone this year as Athlon Sports said. Let's get into it. Um their offensive coordinator is the coordinator who rode the boat at Western Michigan just in case you were curious in 2017. Okay, great. Wonderful. Which is a fun thing. They're not ranked top 50 in either transfers. You already went over fourth year for defense, second for that. We don't need to do anything. Clemson on a Monday to start. I believe you have them losing. Yes, I do. I have to come down here to Duke. Yes, Clemson. Loss. Yes. (laughs) Lafayette. Win. Northwestern. Win. (laughs) At UConn. Win. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Notre Dame. Uh, loss. Notre Dame, we're under Duke. Wait, 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 wait. Back up. Is that game at home or away? The Notre Dame game? Yeah. Home. Do it. I see you wanting to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Four and one. They're beating Notre Dame. I, I, if... This is how much you believe in them, and I'm feeling your vibes. I like it. Okay. Uh, NC State, I have to find them. I'm pretty sure you have them winning. Where is Duke? Over here. Yes, you do. You have them winning against NC State. Look at you remembering things. Yeah. At Louisville. Win. Wake Forest on a Thursday, you have them winning. Surprise, surprise. I'm sure you do. Um, at North Carolina, we did. Do we did UNC yet? Hold yeah, on. I think I have UNC. them losing. Pretty sure. Uh, this is Dookie Dookie Do. Yes, you do. They okay. are losing to UNC. Yep. Uh, at Virginia, yeah, winning against Virginia, and then. Pittsburgh, Panthers, Duke. I do do do. Sorry, hold on. I'm, I'm wrong column. You have them winning against okay. Pittsburgh. Good. Whoa, that should be the end. Yeah, I'm missing a game. Clemson, Lafayette, Northwestern, UConn, Notre Dame, NC State. No, uh, that's Florida. you missed NC State. Oh, that's because no, you missed NC State. You already you already called that game. You have them. Winning against NC State. Ten and two. Dykes, dude. 
You know what? I'm not going to hate on it. Good offense last year. Much better defense. They're returning 17 of 22 people. Uh, roll with it. Let's go Devils. Go Devils. Go Devils. Here we go. All right. We're going to go to a team that is hoping that they can go as far as Duke. Makai has Duke going this year. We're going up to Boston for the Boston College Eagles. This is Jeff Halfley's fourth season. They do not have a defensive coordinator yet. Uh-oh. And this is Steve Shimko's first season as offensive coordinator. They play in Alumni Stadium. And the reason I know this is because in NCAA 2014, I had a dynasty. You're welcome. Um, Boston College, I don't believe, is in the top 50 of either transfers. Nope, they're 49th in transfer, and they did not anywhere close in recruitments. So Halfley took a really bad team and went 6-6 six and six and 6-6, six and six, and then he went 3-9. and nine. Um, They lost their starting quarterback. They had quarterback Emery Moorhead, 1,200 yards, 10 TTs last season, showed promise. Breakout candidate. Defense surrendered 30 points. And that's Halfley's specialty. Um, they only returned five starters and retooling up front and the secondary. This smells like Halfley's last season in Boston. Spoiler alert, you already have them three L's in conference. They start with Northern Illinois, though. Okay, well, that's a win. <clears throat> then they're at Holy Cross. Sure, another win. Lost to Florida State, then they're at Louisville. Uh, I think that's a loss. Uh, Virginia. Uh, uh, that is a win. I think Virginia is going to be bad. Is a win. You have Virginia and Miami suck, uh, and Louisville sucking right now. Uh, at Army, that's a rivalry game for them. Oh, you learned that on NCAA fourteen. It's also a loss. To Army? Yeah. No. Yep. GTFO. Nope. Not to Army. Nope. GT get Nope. Army's going to get them. Army's going to get them. They always get one team. You're like, who's Army playing? Oh, Boston College. That should be an all right game. And then you turn it on, and it's like 12 to 9, late in that fourth. <laughs> and you're like, oh. It's been, <laughs> it's been three it's been three and a half hours of pure just wanting to rip your eyeballs out. Yeah. Special. Just field goals. Twelve to nine. Then Army gets them. Army has like thirty minutes of possession. Can you put that in the pod notes? Thirty Army, thirty <laughs> that, minutes of that possession. On, that on October seventh you have Army beating Boston College. Not a surprise. Not a surprise at all. So we remember so we can laugh about it again. <laughs> uh, by week and then Georgia Tech. Uh, which they will win. Uh, they host UConn. Which they will lose. They're at Syracuse. They will lose that game. You have them winning against Virginia Tech. You have them losing on a Thursday to Pittsburgh. And I believe you have them, yep, losing on a Friday to Miami to round out the season. Five and seven ain't bad. I, I honestly uh, thought it would be a lot worse. Five and seven isn't bad after three and nine. Halfley's not going to keep his job, but five and seven is five and seven. And I am okay with them firing Halfley. Six and six is the best you can do. 
get out of town. So do you think do you think they're going to the uh, just tangent real quick? It's Boston College. It's mm-hmm. not like it's a big name. Yeah. Do you, okay. <laughs> I was expecting more than that, but you know. Do that's you okay. didn't ask the question. You're just like, do you think yeah, do you think that do you think they're going to after a still an improvement season? A second Oh, fire Halfley? Yeah. 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 Because again, you're three you get three seasons if you're lucky. They they're staying on for three and nine. Lost the quarterback. It it'll get a little better. That's a little momentum for the next guy to come in. Yeah. Get out of town. All right. Oh, hold on. That's the wrong page. We're not going to Georgia football. We're going to the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. This is Brent Kelly. Brent K's. Sorry. Full first season as the head coach. Buster. I kid you not. Buster Faulkner is the first season as the offensive coordinator. Um, you know Brent K's from such hits as uh, the offensive coordinate, the O-line coach for Georgia Tech, the O-line coach from Alabama from 2016 to 2018, and the offensive coordinator of the 2014 uh, offensive coordinator, basically of UNC from, from UCF, from when he got there in 2005 to when he left in 2015. So they fired their previous coach four games into the season last year. Then he went four and four over the final eight games last season. Yep. Team played solid, went out and got a good portal haul, including quarterback Haynes King from Texas A&M and receiver Dominic Blaylock from Georgia. Improve offensive line. They allowed 30 sack, 39 sacks last year. Handful of portal additions. Let's get into it. This is going to be – I think this is going to – I'm calling it now. This is our sneaky team. Okay. Ja Tech, uh, no. No, they're not. <laughs> not. They're not. <laughs> I just looked at – I just looked at it. All right. Well, they start – they start – they start off the season, the college football season for us, September 1st, Chick-fil-A kickoff game in hot Atlanta, Georgia against Louisville. Nope. Not going to get it. L. Yikes. South Carolina State. Win. Old Miss. Ooh, L. Uh, I believe Wake Forest, you have them. Hold on. Sorry. I have to go to the Wake Forest one and then find Georgia Tech. Nope. You have them losing as well. Okay. To Wake Forest. Great. Um, Bowling Green. Win. Um, Miami, I don't even have to look that one up. I already know you have that one as a loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boston College, you have them losing to Boston College. Wow, dude, you do not believe in this team. I don't because they've been so bad for so long. They probably will North- surprise me, but go ahead. Yeah, North Carolina. I is an L. Yeah, losing that game as well. Um, sorry, hold on. North Carolina's down here. I did this wrong. Virginia. Uh, I'll give them a win. Like, I'll just There's give... no way Louisville is going to be better than this team. Clemson, we already know, is an L. Yeah. Um, Syracuse. I'll give them another win. You know what? I Reading that, I'll give them a win. And then when they get crushed 49-7 to by this team. Florida State? No. Oh, Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. yeah. 4-8. and eight. 
Four and eight. I don't know. I, no, you're absolutely right. They could be a surprise team, but I just don't see it on paper, and that's why we play the games. All right, we got to find a way to speed up here. Dude, I'm going as fast as I can. It's uh, We have, what, two teams left, I think? Uh, I don't think so. I think we have more. We have Syracuse. And Louisville. And Louisville. And Virginia. And Virginia. That's it. And that's it. All right, we'll knock off the portal stuff because no one cares, and I'll knock off my little thing unless if it's something okay, interesting. Fine. I don't remember what their season was last year, but they have a new coach in Jeff Brom. Who are we doing? Brian Brom. Oh, Louisville. Go ahead. Louisville. Yeah. yeah. Jeff and Brian Brom, first season. Jeff came from where? Purdue? Yeah, Perdont. So, cool. Yeah, they gave up a whole bunch of points last year. New head coach, transfer quarterback in from California. Let's do it. So, uh, the, Ch- the Georgia Tech, I forget. I think you have you have them winning. Losing. So, you have them winning there. Yep. Um, Murray State. Win. Um, sorry. Uh, 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 Indiana. Uh, yeah, win. Indiana's going to be bad. Boston College, you have them winning. NC State, I think you have them losing that game. I have to confirm that here real quick. Sorry, I'll, I'll confirm it after. Uh, Notre Dame. Uh, that's a loss. Uh, Pitt, you have them Wait, losing t- to. Wait, time out. Is that Notre Dame game at home or away? Home. What month is that? October? Yep. Roberto knows where I'm going. That's a win for Louisville. Okay, we'll switch that around. Uh... So then they're at Pitt the next week, which I believe you have Pitt winning that game. I have to find them. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's a Jeff Brom special right there. Yeah, a hundred percent losing to Pittsburgh. Uh, lo- uh, after beating a good, really good Notre Dame team. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then Vatek. Um, I don't. We did Vatek already. You tell me. That is a great question. Why do I not have them here? Vatek against Louisville. You have them losing, so you okay. have them winning. Actually, sorry, is what I mean. Is what I mean okay. to say by that. All right. Louisville against Vatek is a dub. Okay. Uh, Virginia. Uh, that's a win. Miami. We already did Miami. We should know this. I'm pretty sure you have them winning. I mean, losing that game. Yeah. And then they finish with Kentucky, the rivalry game. Uh, I will have them beating Kentucky. There you go. I'm getting eight and three, so there's, there's, I think there's another loss in there somewhere because Simeon's not good at his job in keeping track of all this. I'm sorry. I'm trying, man. So I'm trying. I'm, I'm, listen, man. I'm trying. Uh, I think it's eight and four, listen, which is actually pretty. I'm trying. There it is, which is actually a pretty good uh, record for Louisville. I think I think to kick it off, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I think we're going to Virginia next. Okay, bottom of the barrel. Bottom, literal bottom of the barrel. The second Virginia year, uh, second year coach Tony Elliott. They only averaged 17 points per game. They failed to score more than 30 points against an FBS team last season. Quarterback battle. Their defense was held teams to 24 points a game. Returning six starters. Go. Okay. Um, 
Tennessee in Nashville, September 2nd. Loss. James Madison. Loss. Uh, Maryland. Loss. Then you have them losing to NC State, losing to Boston College, William and Mary. Win. Losing to North Carolina, losing to Miami. I believe you have them losing to Georgia Tech. And Louisville. I don't know what we just said. I think you have them winning that game. Losing no, that game. Losing that as game. Well. Uh, listen, I see their column right here on everybody. It's 1 and 11. Losing. It's yeah, probably 1 that, and 11 or 2 and 10. That, that, I, have no faith, I have no faith in Tony Elliott at all. No faith in Tony Elliott at all. After what I saw, he was supposed to. An offense that was actually really good under Bronco Mendenhall was supposed to actually just keep going, took a ginormous step backwards. So could he surprise me? Absolutely. Could Virginia surprise me? Any team can surprise me. Heck, Michigan will surprise me if they actually do what they say they're going to do. Um, it's 1-11, and and Tony Elliott's probably going to get fired. Yeah, okay. Um, jumping over to Syracuse, I don't – yeah, probably. Syracuse I, is I'm also going to be bottom of the barrel. Um, uh, actually, yes, they are. You have them basically, let's, let's look at their non-conference. Colgate. Win. Western Michigan. Win. Army. Loss. Okay. Everybody else, they are besides, they win against Boston College and Pitt, so give them two more wins. So four and eight. There you go. After That's seven and six marks, but it snapped it. That sna- the seven and six mark last year snapped a three game losing season. Uh, Dean is they bring, brand new offense coordinator, brand new defensive coordinator. Yeah, brand new both. And Dino Babers has been there a, lo- a while. I don't know. Four and eight seems fine to me. Dude, that's 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 it. That's the ACC. For <laughs> All right, so we got Florida State winning. Do you agree with that? Um, you know, yeah. The only thing I disagree with you on is I think, uh, what is it? Georgia Tech is going to do better than you think they're going to. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Like, I think, I think that that's that's about the only thing. After looking at everything, that's the only thing I disagree with. And with that, you know, we're, we this is the second week, one fifteen. 115 getting better. Yeah, I mean, we're normally right around an hour, but uh, yeah. Listen, 115 for breaking down 12, 14 teams, that's a lot. Oh, it's a lot of lot of math. And with all that math and algebra and geometry done, it's been the 4th and 1 podcast. I'm just I'm ending your miseries, guys, listening to Wash me. your hands, you filthy animals. Bye, guys. We'll see you, we'll see you next time.